In today's gospel, we have the Sadducees who try to trap Jesus and question him. The Sadducees were the Jews who did not believe in the resurrection of the dead, and they only held to the Torah, the first five books of the Bible from Moses, did not believe in the authority of the law and the prophets. And they put this question to the test saying, Jesus, you know, what happens when someone's married seven times? You know, they come up with this extreme example. And Jesus answers them first by saying, you've got it all wrong because there is no marriage in heaven. To ask who will they be, whose wife will that woman be in heaven is moot because marriage is for this life on earth. Has that unitive end between the spouses and that end of procreation to create the saints of the kingdom of heaven. And he then says, you know, they are like angels. Now that doesn't mean, you know, it's like, and it's a wonderful life that uh, when we die, we become angels. That's bad angelology. What this means is that we are like angels and that we will no longer have children in heaven as humans. And like the angels, we will be worshiping God continually. And then instead of pointing to the resurrection of the dead with the prophets, which he easily could have done, many citations of the prophets point to the resurrection of the dead, like Ezekiel. Jesus instead simply cites Moses saying, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, we call him that because Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are still present. So he's not God of the dead, but of the living. Now, the Catholic Church points to this future living that we will have through her consecrated religious. Those who become religious forsake a family, sacrifice a family for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, which we know from the gospels Jesus affirms and advocates for. But they point to it, especially in that they are living the marriage we will have in heaven here and now. They have that faith so strong that they are willing to live in the future, to live in what is basically unseen. And it is these consecrated souls, you know, they are a sign of that future marriage we will have in heaven because there will only be one marriage in heaven, and that is between Christ and his bride, the church. And now these consecrated souls already are advocating 
and doing so much for the world so that all may be united in that marriage banquet of the Lamb. St. Faustina writes of the importance, just how essential these chosen souls are. She says in Diary 1434, Today the Lord gave me knowledge of his anger toward mankind, which deserves to have its days shortened because of its sins. But I learned that the world's existence is maintained by chosen souls, that is, the religious orders. Woe to the world when there will be a lack of religious orders. Pope John Paul II also said something similar, that it is the consecrated religious who keep the world running because they are living that life of sacrificial love and reparation for the sins of the world. Our Lord, though, St. Faustina says, is also, in a sense, even more disappointed whenever a chosen soul, a religious, is living lukewarm. When they don't have that warmth in their heart and their graces that he gives simply roll off, he says, like the face of a rock. Jesus says in Diary 1702, I called covens into being to sanctify the world through them. It is from them that a powerful flame of love and sacrifice should burst forth. And if they do not repent and become enkindled by their first love, I will deliver them over to the fate of this world. It is very important then that parents never discourage vocation to religious life, even if, you know, it is an only child and they're wanting grandparents, they too can join in that sacrifice. And like the Blessed Virgin Mary then, they can, in that family, that religious, they bear fruit that will last forever. Our Blessed Virgin, our Blessed Mother, she too lived in the future. But she did not give of herself to God because she was expecting a reward in the future. She simply said, Fiat, let it be done to me according to thy will, because her first love and her only love, her whole love, was God, and she gave herself completely so much so that she is the spouse of the Holy Spirit. That is her marriage. God became incarnate in her. The Word became flesh. And this flesh continues to live today in the Eucharist. The Word will be made flesh here because the God of the living still dwells amongst us. Our Lord is not the God of the dead, but of the living. And through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and all consecrated religious, may we completely give of ourselves that even if we live a marriage on earth, we are 
focusing especially on that one marriage which will last forever, the marriage between Christ and his bride, the church. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.